Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Tuesday. We are in the season after Epiphany. In the season, we follow Jesus from the beginning of his ministry, from his baptism, until his transfiguration, when he turns and heads towards the cross. We begin our time of prayer this morning in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. In his letter to the Galatians, the Apostle Paul compares God's law to a legal guardian, a chaperone, someone who is uh, set to watch over us and to do so by setting clear rules and boundaries teaching us the way that we should live. In our time, this is all part of parenting, but we share this responsibility with grandparents and other relatives, teachers, and other caregivers. When we were children and adolescents, we often felt constrained by these rules and the boundaries that they're created. We resented them, we questioned them, tested, and even rebelled against them from time to time. The storminess of our young lives often developed from these conflicts and within these close relationships. And yet when all of this happened in an environment of love, trust, mercy, forgiveness, everyone involved could sense that this was, after all, a gift from God for our benefit, for our well-being, for our growth, for our learning. That is what the witness of Scripture concerning God's law tells us, and Jesus affirms this witness in his own observant life and in his own teaching. Our reading this morning is from Psalm 119. Psalm 119 is a long poem that teaches us to learn, mark, and inwardly digest God's word and God's commandment. The psalm is divided up into sections, one for each letter of the alphabet, 
This morning we'll read the first letter, the first section. Throughout the the psalm, though, as we change each letter of the alphabet, the poem plays out as variations on the theme of the goodness and blessedness of God's word, always including a prayer that God keep us close to God's heart through the observance of God's commandments, particularly these commandments that set rules and boundaries for our relationship with God and for our neighbor and show us how to walk with our God. We do not find a God here of wrath imposing arbitrary rules or waiting for us to fail so that we can be punished. We find a meditation on God's deep and abiding love for us, a love that refuses to leave us alone, even when we question, test, and rebel against these same boundaries. These commandments reveal God's love, and they are God's gift, that is, God's grace entrusted to us in love and sharing the wisdom needed for us to live in God's presence in respect, in trust, and in love for God, and a gift that gives us to our neighbor also in love and protects us from each other because we are loved and does all of this at the same time. And it is in this gift of God's love that Jesus comes to fulfill for us this law in all of its depths. When we start to comprehend the true gift of God's commandments, these rules and boundaries that both guide and constrain our life as we live in a network of relationships with God and each other throughout our life, then we can start to understand the way Jesus fulfills and accomplishes all righteousness for us, the way Jesus takes away our sin by dying for us and giving us his righteousness by rising from the dead and restoring us into a right relationship with God through him in the Spirit. Jesus' righteousness is not that he kept all the rules perfectly, though he does, but that according to God's commandment, Jesus remained perfect in his fellowship with the Heavenly Father and in perfect and loving fellowship with all people. Jesus fulfills the law from the inside out. And by his death and resurrection and by his grace and the gift of the Holy Spirit, Jesus gives us this same righteousness that begins and ends with the right relationship with God just as God promised in God's word from the beginning. A righteousness that does not come by the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ our Lord. And so we can now turn to cherish the commandments ourselves. We can come to Psalm 119 through faith and observe and keep them all, while loving others, even as we ourselves are loved. Psalm 119 Verses 1 through 8. Happy are those whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Happy are those who keep his decrees, who seek him with their whole heart, who also do no wrong but walk in his ways. You have commanded your precepts to be kept diligently. Oh, that my ways may be steadfast in keeping your statutes. Then I shall not be put to shame having my eyes fixed on all your commandments. I will praise you with an upright heart when I learn of your righteous ordinances. I will observe your statutes. Do not utterly forsake me. 
in the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ in all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, and for the gift of relationship with others. For who else? For what else are we thankful this morning? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for those who govern the nations of the world, for the people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, and for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else? For what else do we pray this morning? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. 
strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people, love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.